You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. In December 2018, I joined a little startup in Malaysia called Mind Valley. This little startup had a great promise. This had the promise of you can come to this country, travel around to nearby countries while working for this fun little startup in this wonderful city of Kuala Lumpur. This company promised transforming lives. And I was like, wow, I'm totally for that. I'm 25 years old. I have no idea about internet. I have no idea about personal growth. I have no idea about what this company really does. But I like the idea. I like the concept. I like the philosophy behind this startup that I happened to stumble upon. And all excited, I quit my existing job and I apply for this company. And thankfully, I'm selected. So on the fateful day of 13th December 2008, I land in Kuala Lumpur. And in about five days, the entire company goes on vacation for winter holidays. And just two weeks after, my manager gets fired. (laughs) They fired the manager of an intern they had just hired. And as they fired the manager, they said, well, Ajit, because you're the only other person on this team, you are now the manager of this team. I thought, wow, that is a great Christmas present. That's a great New Year's present. I joined as an intern and I immediately have been made the manager. Now, let me tell you, I was still on probation and didn't get a raise, but I was excited about the title. I was 25. I was excited to be given the title of manager. I have never sold anything on the internet. I don't know what personal growth is. I have never meditated in my life, and I most definitely do not understand what this business actually does. So I made the manager. I've been told these are some of the duties that I must fulfill, and I'm fulfilling those duties as everybody else is on holiday. And lo and behold, everybody comes back around 15th of January and I have been called into a meeting. This meeting is our quarterly review meeting and we are to review the performance of the last quarter. And I am to prepare a report for this quarterly meeting. I make the report for the quarterly meeting, (laughs) scrambling all the data that I could find. And I am really excited to make a presentation the first month on job. I was literally presenting the founders of the company first month into the job on the quarterly review of the team I was leading, I was the manager of. So I go on and I share these numbers and as I'm sharing these numbers and I finish my presentation, I look all giddy and excited because I thought I was doing a great job coming right into this job and taking this leadership role. Now, one of the founders of this company, his name is Vision. He looks at me dead in the eye and says, well, Ajit, you do realize that you're about $100,000 short in your goal from the last quarter, right? And I go, mm, uh, I, I don't know. They're like, well, because you are $100,000 short from your last quarter's goal, you kind of have to make that up in the next month. So you have to figure out how to add an additional $100,000 to your revenue in the next 30 days. And I was like, well, firstly, it's 28 days because it's February. And uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> And the meeting ends. And now I'm left with this additional $100,000 to make. Now, let me remind you this one more time. I'm 25. I have never sold on the internet. I have no idea what personal growth is. I've never meditated in my life. And I most definitely don't know what this company does. And I have no freaking idea what this company does. 
how am I, how am I on this earth is supposed to figure out how to make an additional $100,000 for this company in the next month. But well, I think I'm invincible. I think I am so good. I will figure this out. I'm thinking, well, it must be done every single day on this job. That's why he so casually said, hey, go ahead, make $100,000 extra. And I'm like, ah, the business will probably just make it or I'll come up with an idea. I no stuff. I am a superhero. I'm a superstar. So I will absolutely figure this out. Come on. I am such a superstar. I was made the manager of this unit in a month from joining the company. I must be so good. While I was in that confidence, it also occurred to me how I have actually landed on this job. See, back in India where I was before that, I had a stable job, actually a really good job for my age. And I had fought my entire family I'd fought the system to say, I'm going to quit this perfectly safe job where I am getting a raise pretty much every year I'm with them. I am being recognized. I'm being appreciated. I'm going to quit all of that and go do this other job in a different country at the level of an intern making less money than what I was making back in India. And India is a cheaper country to live in, or at least was at that time, than Malaysia. So I am actually reducing my salary, reducing my level to an intern, and going to a different country, making this crazy decision from the perspective of my family, friends, and people around me. So if by any chance I don't figure out how to make this $100,000 extra, I'll have to go back to India with my head down to hear everybody say, I told you so. That was a bad decision of your life. You should have heard me. I could hear the sound of everybody telling me how wrong I was to make this decision of going to a different country, join a random company, a startup for an intern salary and being fired in a month from then. My career felt like it's going to be over because how would I justify that in my resume for the next job that I apply for? Why was I fired as an intern? Who gets fired as an intern from their job? Within the first month, I must be terrible. Oof. That was not going to look good on my resume. That was not going to look good in my life. That was not going to look good enough for me because I haven't even explored Kuala Lumpur properly yet. Forget about the nearby locations. I haven't had enough roti chanai. I've not had enough fun in Kuala Lumpur. I've not gone to enough parties in Kuala Lumpur. I haven't even seen the Petronas Towers yet. So I did what most people would do. I started to think about it. I said, all right, the only way to make $100,000 is to come up with an idea. Let's come up with an idea. And so I start thinking about it. I start thinking about it. I start thinking about it. A week goes by and I'm thinking about it. And two weeks go by. I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And now my thinking is not only thinking about how to make $100,000, but how to justify going back to India and talking to my friends and my family and justifying why I was fired why I couldn't keep a job as an intern. How would I respond to all the naysayers telling me I told you so? Now in my mind, I'm not only thinking about what is it that I can do to save this job, but I'm almost creating a backup plan of what will I do when I lose this job? This was that point. It was that point where I started to wonder, was everybody in my family right? Were all of my friends actually right that I was making a dumb decision? That I was thinking about life the wrong way, that I shouldn't have just chased what felt right to me. I should have pursued a more logical next step. 
that I wasn't good enough to figure it all by myself and I needed their support, that I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it all by myself. I couldn't make a good decision all by myself. I was wondering if they were right, if they were right about all of that and that if I was just wrong about how I was approaching life and what I thought was my core skills and my abilities. As I was thinking about it, as thinking about all these worst case scenarios and potentially an idea, I was having sleepless nights and horrible mornings because I couldn't sleep because I would keep thinking about what I could do, what I potentially do to be able to come out of this situation, to be able to come out on top, to be able to get that additional $100,000. My job was so unsafe at the time that they didn't even assign me a room to live in. I was living on somebody's couch. This person was also working for Mind Valley and his name was Juan. I was sleeping on his couch, really, and he would see me twisting and turning every single day and night trying to figure out something that could actually work. It was Sunday night, and this was going to be my final week, and I finally broke down. I broke down, and as I was about to sleep, I started mumbling to myself, like, why? Why is this happening to me? Why is this situation being present to me? Why? Why is it that you want me to make $100,000 in four weeks while I have no idea about what I'm doing? Why is it that I got into this situation? Why is it that I've been brought on this planet in this situation, in this condition that seems like I have no answer to? Why? 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 And I kept thinking. I kept blabbering. Eventually went to bed and next morning as I woke up, me and Juan were walking to the office together. And for the first time, Juan asked a question that he had in the past three weeks. He said, hey, Ajit, how is that $100,000 campaign going? I said, well, Juan, being real, being honest, it's not going, it's not really going anywhere. And Juan said, hmm, have you considered asking somebody for help? Asking for help? What are we talking about here? We don't ask for help. I don't ask for help. Superheroes, rock stars, they don't ask for help. I am not going to ask for help. No, I didn't ask for help. Juan was patiently and quietly walking by my side and he looked at me again and said, you know, I just, even superheroes sometimes need help with their cape. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. In that moment, I kind of broke down and I said, I could use some help. I definitely could use some help. It was almost like Juan knew that I was going to ask for help because immediately he took one of his hands, reached into his bag, very heavy looking bag, and took out five DVDs, handed it over to me while we were still walking to the office and said, watch these DVDs, your answer is in there. I would take the entire day, the afternoon, the night of watching those five DVDs. I found a campaign that I could immediately deploy in the next five days. I deployed that campaign. And on that last fateful weekend of that four-week timeline I had for creating the $100,000, we made $120,000. I blew past my goal. I celebrated it like nothing. I shared it with the team. And in the next meeting, the monthly review meeting, I shared, hey, we achieved our goal. For that matter, we surpassed it by 20%. We made $120,000 last weekend. Vishen said, congratulations, Sajad. You just broke a company record. I was like, what? 
I broke a company record. He was like, yeah, you broke a company record. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, nobody in the history of Valley has ever ran a campaign over a weekend that made $100,000 or anything even close to that. So you just made a company record. It's like running the four-minute mile without even realizing you ran the four-minute mile. And that day, I learned three key lessons that I want to leave you with. It has ever since helped me 20x my life again and again and again in any area of my life, be it my coaching practice, be it my businesses, be it my coaching ability, be it my health, be it my relationships, be it my lifestyle, be it anything. Like pick an area of life, I've used the same three principles to be able to 20x the outcomes of wherever I was at that time. The first principle is why. Ask the universe why should something happen for you. Don't ask if it should happen for you. Don't doubt it. Just ask why should something happen to you. When I ask the universe, why is it that I'm being presented with this challenge of $100,000 in one month, universe unlocked something in me, an ability to be able to wonder why should it even happen for me? See, our universal knowledge, our one universal mind, our infinite capacity to think is not unlocked by finding the answer or searching for a very specific path. You can't think yourself to success. You can imagine yourself to success. When you try to think about a straight path, it's called pathways thinking, we are limited by the pathways we know, which are all rooted in our past. See, if I would ask how, do I get to success? Or how is it that I should create a path to success? I was limited by what I knew. And at that point, I didn't know anything about how to sell online. I didn't know anything about personal growth. I didn't know anything about meditation. I didn't know about anything that was required for me to know to be generating the amount of revenue that I was expected to generate. There was no way that I could have forced and thought myself through to come up with a campaign that would have helped me create the outcome that I eventually did. How would not help? The first question, the first principle is always why. Because why is a question that enhances and helps you discover the ability that you must foster to be able to actually get the result. The ability that I had unlocked unconsciously when I asked the question of why am I asked to create this was the ability to ask for help. The ability to be able to get the help and then immediately find a pathway within the scope of a day, within the scope of 24 hours, find the pathway eventually that would create me the success that I would create in that campaign and ever since after that. Asking yourself a why question is an infinite question. It's a question that says, give me the potential and possibility. Don't give me a pathway. Pathway I can find. Give me the potential and possibility. When you ask for a possibility, it unlocks a part of your DNA that can tap into an infinite possibility that allows you for a 20x growth, for a 200x growth. The second principle is once you have kind of leaned into the why a little bit, ask for who. Yes, who is the key? There is going to be a mentor that needs to show up, a team member that needs to show up, a coach that needs to show up, a DVD that needs to show up, a learning program that needs to show up, a podcast that needs to show up. But who is it that I need to access for me to be able to create this fantastic outcome that I want to create in my life or this fantastic being that I want to become in my life? When you ask the who question, individuals and souls like Juan would show up with another who in form of those DVDs that I must watch. 
see that who had to show up in my life to show me how why is going to come true. And once you have answered the who question as to who is it that needs to show up in my life, and it will be different for different situations and different realities. Sometimes you have an extraordinary goal, like trying to come up with $100,000 over four weeks while you've never created one. In that situation, the who will probably be a coach or a mentor or an online program that can unlock something that you have never explored before. Right? And that would be a huge advantage and phenomenal for that. And sometimes it would be an employee, a team member, a CEO, a CFO, a business partner. And that who is going to unlock that potential in you that otherwise you can't personally discover. And the final curiosity, and it only works when it's the final curiosity, and it is the principle that happens after principle one and two. And that is how. Because once you have asked the why question, why is it that you must achieve this goal or you have been given this challenge or you have been presented with this situation, you found that unlock in you. Once you've found the who or once you've discovered kind of who that person needs to be, that's when the how comes in because that really makes it real. That's when the action comes into play. Our classic mistake is we start with the how. We never wonder the why. And we sometimes think about the who. How is the last question to ask? How is the final point so you can get started? How is not even the way you will actually get the result. How is a way for you to get started, to start moving towards the outcome that you want? When I 20x my health and well-being, it wasn't that the how that I found first is the how that I eventually got the success with. How was just a way for me to get started. How was just a way for me to make some progress. And then eventually, I found the exact how that works for me. But you need to find a how so you can actually get started. Once you get started, then it's easy for you to keep making that progress. Then it's easy for you to find the next how, the next how, the next how, because your why and your who is already playing with you, is already discovering with you, is already creating with you. So if your goal this summer is to create 20 extra results in your health or 20 extra results in your relationship or 20 extra results in your business, don't ask how you're going to do it. First ask why it should happen for you. Why is it going to be true for you? Then wonder who is it that you need to bring into your environment or who is it that you need to release from your environment for this reality to come true. And then ask how, or what are the first few steps? How do I start making progress towards this direction? And you will find that 20x, 200x is so much easier.